This is the Tech Arts Podcast, where we talk about tech, leadership, and all things that concern church audio, video, and lighting. Welcome to the Tech Arts Podcast. My name is DL. I'm so glad everyone is continuing to join us for the Tech Arts Podcast. If you know of anyone that needs to upgrade their tech or leadership knowledge, be sure to have them go to techartspodcast.com or hit any of our social outlets to like and subscribe. Right now, the majority of people like to watch us on YouTube, so be sure to subscribe to us at YouTube and get notified every time a new episode drops. You can find any and all of our outlets, including YouTube, at techartspodcast.com. Today, we're talking about negativity. It's the enemy of most techies as we naturally see things that won't work. That's right. When we look at something, we're like, that won't work, that won't work, that won't work. But negativity can also cause people to not listen to us and ignore our ideas. How do we avoid that? Well, many major companies have figured this out. I have studied it for years. So let's use this podcast to get this knowledge to our tech teams so our ideas will be valued and we can take our church's tech to the next level. We will start uninstalling negativity right after we hear a word from our sponsors. Our main sponsor is Digital Great Commission Ministries. Whether you need help building a team, finding the right gear, or just better understanding the church tech world, DGCM is here for you. Because they are a 501c3 donor-sponsored organization, they come to your church for free and do an assessment of your tech, visitor engagement, and online streaming. Plus, we give away free gear. Be sure to go to audiovideolighting.com and register your email today. This will sign you up for all of the free giveaways and give you first access to everything we offer for free. If you want free resources, training, and consulting, contact Digital Great Commission Ministries today by going to audiovideolighting.com. That's audiovideolighting.com. All right, before we start talking how to uninstall negativity, let me paint a picture of a real-world scenario. I walked into a meeting and sat down. The leader started presenting ideas for upcoming services, and surprised at what I heard, I started listing off reasons why those ideas would not work. My intention was to do my job and help the entire team, but about 10 minutes into the meeting, someone said, you're killing every idea we throw out. Quit being so negative. I was taken back. My goal was to help vet the ideas, make sure they would work. But in doing this, I was bringing the entire mood of the room down. From that point on, I started paying attention to the text that worked around me, how they acted in meetings and how their ideas were received. I made an interesting discovery. Technicians have a natural bent to being negative. Huh. Why didn't I not see that in the past? (laughs) While we think we're helping the situation by being negative, we're actually hurting how people respond to us. Negativity will cause people to discard our opinions and stop inviting us to meetings. This is not only a fact, it's biblical. Titus 3.10 says, 
As for a person who stirs up division after warning him once and then twice, have nothing more to do with him. I have found that listing negatives is one thing, but being negative in our approach, well, that can stir up division. It causes everyone to jump onto the negative bandwagon and then sarcasm abounds. So, while our leaders need text in the room, we can't be negative in our approach. If they, as Titus 3.10 says, decide to have nothing to do with us, it will result in breakdown of communication that could cause even more problems. As techs, we need to realize this and resolve to figure out how to communicate in a way that does not come across negatively. We must uninstall negativity from our lives. Stopping negativity is a mindset. And here's what I mean by that. Bad things are going to happen, but we need to make sure our mindset is positive. I start every day with the decision that it's going to be a good day. I encourage you to verbalize that as well. Say it out loud. Today is going to be a great day. Look, the corporate world has figured this out. They teach lessons on it, but most of us hear the results of what they teach every day. When we walk into a store and they say, how can we help you? (laughs) They are epitomizing what they teach in speaking to the positive. And if the corporate world knows that positivity goes a long way, then let's take that idea to our meetings. How can we help you? Bring that statement to our meetings. Smile and listen to what others have to say. Have a mindset that ideas being presented are always good. It's the logistics that tend to get in the way. Plus, most people throw out big ideas with the anticipation of collaboration. Tell the person they have a great idea, then try to gain some context on what they want to accomplish. Context. Gaining context behind an idea will always steer the person away from a bad idea, all while keeping you from coming across negative. But you can't try to gain context with a snarky attitude. That will never help. Look, understanding context will help get to a result that works for everyone. For example, someone had an idea of driving a race car on the stage to make a point. Not just a car, but a race car. The idea was awesome. It was off the charts and I told them so. What an amazing idea. But in my head, I knew... Without spending a lot of money, we just didn't have the ability to get the car on the stage. So I told the person that the idea was great and asked them to provide some context on why they wanted the car on the stage. They told the team that they needed to demonstrate how fast a race car is. It would tie into the pastor's sermon. After team discussion and letting others speak into the idea, we landed on doing a video of someone driving the car and making the same point in a way that was doable for our resources and stage abilities. The key was being positive about the idea, gaining context on the point of the idea, and discussing a mutually beneficial solution. But the biggest takeaway was letting the team talk it through. I did not dominate the conversation or shut people down. I let them talk it through, understand the context as we as a team came up with an idea that worked for everyone. 
Another way to avoid negativity is to filter any challenges to a presented idea with the premise that you may be wrong or that you don't fully understand what is being asked. If you ask yourself, what if I'm wrong, before you challenge someone else's idea, you will find yourself speaking more positively to positively. <laughs> That's a tough word. Positively. You will find yourself speaking more positively to their idea and about their idea. It makes collaborating with them easier. Look, nine times out of 10, we as humans jump to conclusions. Just look at our modern day politics. We don't hear people out and we don't understand their meaning or reasoning. If we took the time to challenge our own thinking and ask the presenter of the idea questions, we would get to an agreeable solution. Again, I find the best way for me to do this is to just say to myself, what if I'm wrong about what they're saying? Starting there helps me gain knowledge about the idea. It's our job to make sure the logistics work. So I get it. We have to find out the issues. But I think in doing so, we can tend to move too far. We can tend to, how am I trying to say it? We can tend to move too far into the negative and sometimes even get into sarcasm. If you want to defeat this cycle, you got to speak positively. There's that word again, positively. Don't say that 25 times. That'd be, that'd mess you up. <laughs> but let's talk about that. Speaking positively is using positive words to communicate your point. Here's some examples. Do not open becomes please keep closed. If asked, what time do you close? Instead of answering, we close at 10 p.m., answer, we are open until 10 p.m. Disney is notorious for teaching employees to always be positive in their responses. They do an excellent job at this, empowering their staff to enforce the positive in every situation and response. I have been at the theme parks and witnessed a guest screaming at an employee that they are horrible. The employee responded to them, how can I do better? Wow, that's hard. But when you train yourself to speak positive, it will be a game changer. When you are hit with a request for 15 singers on the stage, Instead of saying no, or that's not possible, you say, what a great idea. The vocal mix will be thick and blend nice. But although we have been blessed with a lot of vocal microphones, I can facilitate 10 vocals. Then in a non-sarcastic way, you ask, does that work? Or do you have another solution I should look into? May I ask what you're trying to accomplish? Asking these questions and gaining understanding will help you get to a solution in a positive way. Questions are an amazing way to understand context while promoting a positive agenda. For example, if you are asked to provide a microphone for every single choir member, and yes, this is a real-world request that I have received many times. Instead of saying we can never afford that, ask them, do we have a budget for the extra microphones? Most of the time, budget will determine how something is accomplished. But if they don't have the budget, don't let it drop there. Suggest alternative options. In this case, I suggested recording the choir to get a better sound and using that to beef up the existing microphones. Speaking positive and asking questions while presenting options and solutions that positively move the discussion forward, well, that's an art. It's hard work, 
but it's worth it and helpful in eliminating and uninstalling negativity. The more you train your brain to speak to the positive, ask questions, present solutions and options, the better you will do in meetings as well as relationally engaging people and moving forward a positive agenda. One other point that will help you to uninstall negativity is to think the best of people. If you think people are out to get you or make your life difficult, you will never be positive. So when in a meeting, train yourself to trust everyone's ideas. Listen first and talk second. By the way, this is a great marriage tip, so let me say it again. Listen first and talk second. Fully understand the context, meaning, and reasoning before you push towards a solution. Let's take our lead from Jesus. He was the most positive person that ever walked the earth. Even when he was on the cross, he asked the Father to forgive us. In everything he did, he pointed to the positive. In Matthew 5.16, he says to let our light shine before others, that they may see our good deeds and glorify our Father in heaven. Being positive in our engagement, smiling as we talk, that will shine our light before others. It is clear Jesus wants us to be positive and to uninstall negativity from our lives. He knew that if we did, our light as Christians would shine and we would be a witness to others. So be positive. Understand your neighbor, your teammate, your coworker, and work hard to accomplish their ideas. If you do this, you will uninstall negativity. Well, that wraps things up for today's episode. I can't wait to talk to you on the next Tech Arts Podcast. Until then, I'm David Leuschner signing off by wishing you a great day and praying God blesses every moment of your week. See you soon. You have been listening to the Tech Arts Podcast presented by Digital Great Commission Ministries. DGCM is a 501c3 nonprofit that was started to help churches with all things technical. Whether you need help building a team, finding the right gear, or just a better understanding of the church tech world, DGCM is here for you. Find out more about our free on-site visits, reports, and consulting by going to audiovideolighting.com. Digital Great Commission Ministries will help you run your church service like a pro. Find out more at audiovideolighting.com.